Hi there, folks. Welcome to the program brought to you by Midas Gold Group. Yes, it's Stinchfield, the podcast. Please, now is the time to put your money into precious metals. Midas Gold Group can help you do that. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. The best endorsement I can give them is I trust them. Veteran-owned, good guys, know them personally. Go to MidasGoldGroup.com. All right, today I want to talk about Tucker Carlson's interview with Larry Sinclair, the guy that claims to have had sex in a limousine with Barack Obama, and then Barack Obama comes back and has sex again with him at a comfort inn, and everybody's saying, this is it, it's true, Barack Obama, he's got to be gay. Well, he may be. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind, I certainly think Barack Obama has effeminate tendencies, to say the least. But I take a little different take on Larry Sinclair. I do not believe him. I don't believe he's telling the truth. And I'm going to go through why I don't believe he is telling the truth um, on this program. So stay tuned as Stinchfield starts right now. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stinchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stinchfield. All right, thanks Thanks for tuning in, Stinchfield the Podcast. Um, as I mentioned to you, uh, I do not buy Larry Sinclair. I think Larry Sinclair is telling a big, giant fib. Now, he may believe it actually happened. You know, when you tell a fib long enough, you tend to believe it yourself. And he's been telling this story for a long time. But I call into question Larry Sinclair's... Um, truthfulness in here and the reason why I call into question Larry Sinclair's truthfulness is because if you are sleeping with somebody and and you are prolific you have a high body count let's say there's no way you remember intricate details when you have high body counts like this I'm going to believe that this guy if he's taking the recommendation to go meet a guy and pull him into the limousine, have sex with him there, give him money for cocaine, continue to have sex. Come on. You're not going to remember the intricate details. And certainly six years later, you're not going to remember seeing that guy. Oh, is that the guy that I met in a limousine? And, and I will tell you, folks, I am not pure as the driven snow, okay? Um, after my divorce, I may have gone a little more wild than I would expect someone to go wild, okay? So I'm just going to say that. Nothing illicit or anything like that, but maybe a little more than the average Joe. I'm going to tell you, there's no way this guy remembers what happened over and over, and especially this many years down the road. And there's other details about this story that just don't add up. And people will say, oh, well, he tells so many intricate details. The story has to be true. But that's not true either. Folks, I was an investigative reporter for nearly 20 years. I looked the biggest liars, scam artists, thieves, crooks in the eye. They would lie to me. I've been lied to probably more than most people in America. And the one common theme about people that were telling tall tales, they had intricate details. The more intricate the details, the bigger the lie. So uh, this is Larry Sinclair. Um, and we'll go through his comments one by one. We get back in the limo. The driver takes us wherever it is that Barack had instructed him to take us. I had given Barack $250 to pay for Coke. He gets out, comes back. Um, 
I start putting a line on a CD tray uh, to snort. Next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So, All right. Real quick here. Barack Obama is what? A sitting state senator at the time. This guy says he gives him $250. So he's going to give Barack $250. To go buy the Coke. And Barack goes and buys the Coke. Now, Barack Obama is not a reckless individual. Barack Obama is cool. He's calculated. He's devious. I believe he's even deceitful. I believe he's got it in for America, quite frankly. But he's not reckless. He didn't engage in reckless behavior. He's pretty much straight and narrow during his time during the presidency. You didn't see a lot of corruption allegations coming from Barack Obama. Uh, While he was president, he's not a reckless guy. He knew his ultimate success was going to be from his image and upholding it. Barack Obama's not going and buying Coke himself. If he's doing Coke, which I'm sure he was, if he's doing Coke, he's having somebody go buy it for him. Okay? So that's the first little hint that I don't believe Larry Sinclair. All right, let's go to the next clip. Uh, afterwards, I actually went back to my hotel. I had specifically asked that he drop Barack off first, but for some reason he and Barack chose that they would drop me off at the hotel first and then he would take Barack. So Barack actually made the drive out to Gurney, which is a suburb outside of Chicago, um, to the hotel for me to be dropped off. What hotel was that? It was the Comfort Inn in Gurney. All right, the Comfort Inn in Gurney. Now, you just gave $250 to a guy to go buy you cocaine. You're riding around in a limousine. Now, I think it was Barack Obama's limousine at the time, but you're riding around in a limousine. You're spending money. You're high-flying. You're out to dinner. You're doing all these things. You're staying at a Comfort Inn? Really? And drive all the way out to Gurney. Now, this will come back to haunt Larry Sinclair as my assessment of the truth is not being told. That drive all the way back out to Gurney at a Comfort Inn doesn't add up that the man says he was staying at a Comfort Inn. Okay? So let's go to the next clip. The next day was somewhat interesting because he ends up showing up at my hotel room, which I thought was somewhat weird, but... Wait a second here. So he shows back up at the hotel room? Somewhat weird. You better believe it's somewhat weird. If you're Barack Obama, a sitting United, uh, excuse me, a sitting Illinois state senator, married to Michelle, okay, you're out till God knows what time in the morning doing coke, having gay sex in the back of a limousine, you're going to drive out to Gurney to drop him off and drive all the way back to Chicago where you're staying, go get, climb into bed with your wife, and then you're going to drive back out to Gurney the next morning and knock on the door of a comfort hotel room? No way. If you were high, if you were drunk, if you were partying hard, one, you're going to need to sleep in. Two, you're going to want to make that night go away. You're not going to want to re-engage with a stranger. Not a chance. Especially not a chance from a guy who doesn't have a history of being reckless and that's Barack Obama. All right, he continued. He wanted some more. Mm-hmm. 
So when you say he showed up, he just... He showed up. I mean, I had no warning. I was in the room. There's a knock on the door. I opened the door and he's standing there. No way. Not a chance. So as someone in a position of uh, the limelight myself, if I would have engaged in this type of behavior, forget the gay sex, just regular sex. There's no way I'm going back the next morning. Okay, not a chance. Yet Barack Obama goes back the next morning and makes a 30 minute drive out. It's not happening, folks. It's not happening at all. And he's standing there with more coke and he comes in and it was just like a quick, you know, rehash or rerun from the night before. So they just get right back to it. I don't know. I don't buy it. Do you? Uh, to me, it is all very suspect. Okay, we've got more clips of Larry Sinclair here uh, that I'm going to get to. But before I do that, I want to tell you about my friends over at Patriot Mobile. Uh, Patriot Mobile is where I want you to go, folks. And the reason I want you to go to PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant is because we're talking about a parallel economy. Where you spend your money says a lot about where you want this country to go. Patriot Mobile, not only do they have great service, you get to use the three networks. So if you're happy with the network you're on, you get that same coverage. But yet you have 100% U.S.-based customer service in Patriot Mobile. You know when you pay your cell phone bill, it's not going to the woke, crazy cell phone companies. You're going uh, spending money with Patriot Mobile who are literally supporting causes like the Second Amendment, like the sanctity of life, like our first responders, like the First Amendment, like religious freedom. All of these things you're going to get with Patriot Mobile. So when I tell you about a parallel economy, folks, if you haven't made the switch yet, I've made the switch. I love my Patriot Mobile phone. You need to make the switch as well. Do it today. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. If you use the promo code grant, Free activation, which is a nice savings. And when you call them at 878-PATRIOT, please ask them about their performance guarantee. It's like none other. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. Don't forget, use the promo code grant for that big savings of free activation. All right, back to Larry Sinclair. Okay, so Larry Sinclair, uh, who allegedly had gay sex with Barack Obama in the back of a limousine, now says Barack Obama... Uh, had had come back and um, uh, has come back and showed up at his hotel room. Here's the next clip. Look, I've done a lot of crazy things in my lifetime. I'm a pretty good judge of character. And, I- and you've been around at this point oh, in yeah. your life. Big time. Yeah. Right. So probably not your first time in a situation. Like- All right. So you've been around. Remember, I talked about this earlier. I just noticed this now. You've been around. Oh, yeah, he says. That means he's got a high body count. Anybody with a high body count is going to have a hard time remembering somebody from two weeks ago, much less six years ago. Okay? Not at all. In my life at that point, you had, you, you made it clear. I had already been around. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Already been around. I find it very difficult to think that he's going to remember the intricate details of one of his many, okay? One of his many. Doesn't add up to me at all. Here's the next one. 
Donald Young as a choir director and a school teacher. He was the choir director at Jeremiah Wright's church in Chicago, the same church that Barack Obama went to. All right, so Donald Young is an interesting character. He goes to Jeremiah Wright's church. Jeremiah Wright is the architect of the Obama career, really. Jeremiah Wright, a divisive, I believe, I believe he engages in racism, this pastor. Um, this Donald Young is the choir director there. And as I'm listening to this interview with Tucker Carlson, I say, you wait and see. Donald Young's going to be gay. And sure enough, according to Larry Sinclair, Donald Young is a gay choir director. He calls Larry Sinclair because he knows him. Well, how does he know him? They had a relationship before. Is this a story concocted by the two of them? I knew he was going to be gay. And yet the coincidence of what you're about to hear is, to me, too much to take. Uh, He was also a very openly gay black man. He had actually come clean and said that he had been asked to call me and that his job was to get as much information from me as far as who I had spoken to, who I had given any information. All right. So Barack Obama, if you're in his position, wants this night to probably just go away when he realizes what he did, if you believe Larry Sinclair. Now he's got the name and phone number and and the first and last name of this guy that he just had wild sex with for one night. He's got that name. And just lo and behold, the gay choir director knows who it is and can call him and get all the information and try to make sure that he he doesn't speak up as Barack Obama starts to launch his plans to become president of the United States. Give me a break. There is no way. There's no way Barack Obama would know this guy's name. This guy wouldn't know Barack Obama's name. Maybe you're using a first name. My co-host on the radio says, Barack, you would never forget that. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. So, lo and behold, Donald Young, the gay choir director, knows Larry Sinclair and Barack Obama or whoever he talked to. So Barack Obama tells somebody about this. No one else has come forward to confirm it. And if you're Barack Obama, you're really going to your campaign manager or your confidant and saying, oh, my God, guess what I did? I cheated on Michelle with with some stranger and I had gay sex in the back of a limousine and then again at the Comfort Inn Hotel? No. Uh, and to get the, to them, uh, he had told me to be careful, to watch myself. Okay. Be careful and, and watch yourself. Well, well why? Uh, is it an issue that Barack Obama is going to take a page out of out of uh, Hillary Clinton's book and the Clintons and have you killed? I, mean, I don't know. But the idea that, lo and behold, Larry Sinclair is going to know the one gay guy that's associated with Jeremiah Wright's church, a Barack Obama connecting the dots. Folks, I'm telling you, this is too far-fetched. And the intricate details are what give it away. It's the intricate details that tell me, no, this story is not real. Tucker Carlson again. What was Obama like on crack? Similar to a friend of mine that I knew in Miami gets extremely high, calm, almost euphoric. All right. Now, hold on a second. Was it crack or was it cocaine? Now, I understand they're related to each other, but you smoke crack. I guess you could shoot crack, too. I don't know. It never really ran in that circle. Uh, cocaine, I know you snort. 
not from experience, but from knowing it, being around it at times. I'll admit that to you. And uh, I don't know how you're confusing these two. Now, first it was cocaine. Now it's crack. I don't think Barack Obama's smoking crack cocaine. Hunter Biden, yes. Barack Obama, I doubt it. Um, and then as it starts to come down, you know, the twitching and the looking, anything that looks white that's sitting on the seat or, or the floor, you assume is another piece that fell off that, you know, yeah. you can pick up and smoke. That to me tells me like he's been hanging out with junkies. That's how a junkie would be. I don't think Barack Obama, if he's snorting coke, is looking around like this, wondering where he can pick a piece of cocaine or or dust up some some of the powder and stick it up his nose from the car seat. I mean, one, he left in a limousine, so how do you know what he's like after or where he comes down? I guess when he comes back from the Comfort Inn, but now he's not in a car seat. Again, the story seems suspect to me. But um, while he was high, pretty much the same. All right. So what do you think? I heard you. You can send me. Go to GrantStinchfield.com. GrantStinchfield.com. Send me an email. I would love to actually hear what you think. I got a little, uh, you can sign up for the email list, and I've got a contact me form on my website, GrantStinchfield.com. Um, and I would, I'd like to hear what you think. Maybe a lot of people think I'm crazy, but he's not lying. And I think part of it is because they want to believe that Barack Obama did this. And, and I don't put it out of the realm of possibility that Barack Obama could do something like this. I just don't believe Larry Sinclair, uh, is telling the truth. He may believe he's telling the truth, but I don't believe he actually, I don't believe he actually is. All right, folks, listen to me. My friends over at Midas Gold Group can help you. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. Listen to me. I trust the guys at Midas Gold Group. I know them personally. They are veteran-owned. Hundreds of our listeners have literally used Midas Gold Group to diversify their portfolio and put money into a safe, secure commodity like gold. Gold has stood the test of time when it comes to being an inflation hedge and providing security from a tyrannical government. You know, with the centralized digital currency and everything the government's doing, it's gold you can hold. Not to mention, um, going through a divorce. I know guys that have literally gone buy gold to hide money. Gold's a great way to hide money from anything, not just the government. I'm not telling you to do that. By no means would I condone anything like that. But gold is a private, secure way of, uh, of keeping your wealth secure. Let's just say that. All right, 855-322-GOLD, MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. I urge you to pay them a visit. Um, another story that came out that this is more on a lighter note that I was so upset about. Queen, I'm a big fan of. I don't know if you saw the movie about them. It was, the movie was freaking great. Um, they've got a song called Fat Bottom Girl, all right? Fat Bottom Girl is one of Queen's greatest all-time songs. I don't care what anybody says. They are leaving it off of Queen's greatest hits album. Why are they leaving it off the greatest hits album? They're leaving it off the greatest hits album because they're trying to be politically correct. Oh, we don't want to insult anybody with fat bottoms. First off, Fat bottoms are in these days. Have you ever seen the Kardashians? 
these Brazilian butt jobs that they're getting, huge, wide butts. That's what's in in many cases. Now, not me. I like the I like the skinny butts. Quite frankly, if I say if I was Trump, I would say mm, the skinny butts. I like the skinny butts. Ooh, those skinny butts. <laughs> I don't know if he would say that or not, but um, I do. With that said, Fat Bottom Girl needs to be on the greatest hits album from Queen. Listen. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> Fat Bottom Girl makes the rockin' world go round. It does. It's a great song. Political correctness has killed America. You know, in many respects, when you think about what political correctness has done, you take a song like Fat Bottom Girl that I bet you every Fat Bottom Girl in America is going to say, you know what, that's a tribute to me. I love it. And now you take political correctness, you're going to leave a song off like that because you're afraid of offending somebody. I offend somebody on this program every day, whether it's the podcast, whether it's Real America's Voice, whether it's the radio show in the morning. I love offending people. I do it to wake them up. Okay? Now, I don't want to be mean to anybody. That's not what, I, that's what I'm out to do. But if I offend you by, uh, by saying, you know what, fat bottom girl needs to be on, and if you've got a fat bottom, you might as well be proud of it. Well, then so be it. So I thought to myself, what about all these these songs that that relate to fat bottoms? Are they going to do away with do away with them as well? Like this one. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can deny. Yeah, when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face. Big butts. Big butts. <laughs> I mean, it's a great song. They've used it in kids' movies. I forget which kid movie I saw, but I was watching my son, uh, and, uh, and we were watching a movie together, and it came up, and I'm like, oh, my God. These songs are hilarious. So what are you going to do away? You're going to do away with big butts? Don't lie, and I cannot lie? I mean, come on, people. What's another? What's another song? Oh, one of my all-time favorites. You might not know this, but I'm a huge rap fan. Old school rap, especially. Like Humpty. Oh, yo, fat girl. Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I can't get fat. Look at me, I'm skinny. It never stopped me from getting busy. I'm a freak. I like the girls with the boom. Once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> I mean, do away with that song, too. There are so many songs about fat chicks. See, that'll offend somebody that I call them fat chicks. But there are so many songs about them. Why not embrace the songs? Embrace them. All about that bass, right? It's all about that bass. What do you think that's about? They're talking all about that bass. They're talking about fat bottom girls. Embrace it. Stop with the craziness. Stop with the nonsense. I mean, we found all kinds of songs that that fit this genre, by the way. And that was a new one, right? That that song all about that bass, that's that's not an old song. That's new. So are they stopping playing that on the radio? Are they? 
I would hope not. Um, there's there's this song too, Whole Lot of Woman. Do you remember that song, Whole Lot of Woman? I think it's ACDC. <laughs> That's this song. If you've got one comment, all right, if you're watching on Getter or Rumble while we're doing this live, comment here. I'd love to hear what what fat girl songs you like. Um, you know what, though? I want to make sure that I am not totally sexist, that the songs are just about fat girls. There's a whole band dedicated to fat men, or should I say fat boys. Fat, fat, fat boys. A little chubby, but don't feel slow. We guarantee you one thing. We can surely come to the party and rush the house. <laughs> fat boys. So there you have fat boys. Um, and I think it's absolutely fabulous. Good stuff. And I don't think we should be offended by any of it. I think we should embrace it. And we have to stop being so concerned about what other people are going to think. Say what you mean. Mean what you say, embrace it. Whether you're a singer, whether you're a comedian, whether you're a talk show host, whether you're a professional athlete, be true to yourself. And and you write a song about fat bottom girls and that was what, what you found interesting and, and compelling to write about, then do it. And if people don't want to listen, then turn it off. But to, but to bar fat bottom girls... From uh, from being on the Greatest Hits album, to me, is an absolute tragedy. So for Queen, for rock and roll's sake, I'll play this little clip one more time. Oh, and you get it all. you got fat bottom girls. You make the rock and world go round. Fat bottom girls, you make the rock and world go round. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's music right there. Do I sound like an old guy if I tell you they don't make music like they did back in the day? Queen. I was wearing an Elvis shirt at the gym today. My Elvis. I mean, Elvis was the best. You got so many of these artists, man. It just isn't the same today. But that makes me sound old. And I feel like a young 54-year-old, but so be it. Um, Folks, let me give you a quick little reminder, too, okay? Uh, my friends over at MyPillow, MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. I just ordered another set of Giza sheets for my guest room. Love them. My son loves them. They're so soft. The deal, it's like almost 50% off you get when you use promo code Grant. Promo code Grant, MyPillow.com. Go there. Check them out. Use the promo code Grant. The Giza sheets, the slippers, the pillows, you name it. Um, it is a great spot. And Mike Lindell could use your... Uh, could use your help. I just saw his deposition. He was great in the deposition he's been having to give over this election integrity stuff. Uh, way to go, my, uh, Mike Lindell. MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Use the promo code Grant for uh, for all kinds of big savings. And again, folks, GrantStinchfield.com. GrantStinchfield.com. I so appreciate you watching. If you're watching it live, thank you. If you're watching the replay, thank you as well. If you're listening on Apple and Spotify, thank you. Spread this far and wide. Subscribe to the podcast, especially on Apple and Spotify. Uh, that helps. 
Subscribe to the Rumble and Getter channel. Uh, that helps as well. Stinchfield's Army rolls, of course, because of all of you. We would be lost without you. And uh, I'm so grateful for all of you spending some time with me. We'll see you on the Real America's Voice show a little later tonight. That's going to do it for us. I'm Grant Stinchfield. See you soon.